0: Hey, Podfathers listeners, you can find us every Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon
1: Music. Are you looking for relief, relaxation, or to party on the motherfucking moon? Then check out 3Chi's new True Strains lineup of cannabis vapes and gummies tailored for specific effects. And the best part? It's delivered straight to your door. Visit 3Chi.com. That's 3Chi.com. And for a limited time, get 20% off with the code BARSTOOL20. I'm hungry. Hi, Hungry. I'm Daddy.
2: What do you think, I'm made of money? Money doesn't even grow on trees. When you pay the rent, you can
1: make the rules. Remember, don't make her peas your peas. Have you heard about the new restaurant on Mars? The food's great, but it's got no atmosphere. Hey, come
2: here! Pull my finger.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Pod Pod, the best parenting podcast in the universe, tolerated by Barstool Sports. It's your pal Clum here. It's the big man, Mr. Pop Pop, out in dirty Jersey, Chapsy down in Texas, and we are back for another week, still recovering. From the first ever peanut butter wars in the mm. history of this fine podcast right here. We had ourselves a little, uh, a little tussle last week about peanut butter. And uh, we threw a poll out there. We have uh, everyone, I think, got their peanut butters. Did everyone do their job where they bought the competing brands, peanut butter, and gave it an honest shot? Yes. Jopsy's saying yes. I know large is yes. And I am a yes as well. And uh, we are back for another week. So. We'll start off with Chapsy, because he was my rival to start this all off. By the way, I was trying to figure out how we got into such peanut butter talk. Somehow, some way, Chapsy said, throw in a crustable in an air fryer. Yeah. <laughs> and then we just went down a very twisted, winding road uh, to get here. So, Chapsy, you're a Jiff guy. You gave yourself uh GIF. Well, we crunchy. all videoed, right? Didn't we all video? I did video, yeah. Shouldn't we just, let's all just, we'll compile
2: them together and put them out as a video, right? Okay.
0: That's that's what people
2: can see because I don't uh, my memory is so fucked. I'm not even sure if I can remember (laughs) the correct scoring off the top of my dome. I will say in regards to peanut butter war, listen, I love the fact that we live in America. I love America. I've served this country. I would do it again in a heartbeat. That being said, there's something we've just we're such pussies now. There's just way too many varieties of peanut butter. What, what do we need this man? I signed on Instacart yesterday, and my wife did. We were talking, getting all the different groceries in here, getting the peanut butters. There must have been 60 peanut butters to choose from. We don't need—that's why we have a generation of a country full of entitled folks, because at any given moment, they could walk into any grocery store in America and walk out with 75 varieties of peanut butter. It's just too much. We need five or six peanut butter
0: tops, tops. You raise a fair point, Chapsy. There is, uh, now that you mention it, there is way too much peanut butter. Considering what is the peanut butter uh, producer's biggest market, would you say? What age range? Children. I
2: used to think it was children. However, with all these allergies that are popping up all over the place, I don't think it is. Because most classrooms, I, I ha- we haven't had a classroom in
0: three or four years that we are allowed to bring peanut butter in. Which takes me to my next point. That was their target market. And now that target market's wiped out. And you know what That's they do to point. fix the problem? They just keep creating more fucking peanut butter. It's just crazy. they keep throwing
2: more peanuts at it. <laughs>
0: see him with sticks they they change the nuts you got your almond butter some sunflower butter whatever the fuck's out there nut butter any kind of butter yeah cookie butter is the only fair uh replacement in my mind or some nutella which is such an outrageous thing that people just have nutella they spread it on their sandwich because the brits do it and now we can just bring it here to america um well, so yeah i don't know
2: by that nutella slander i just want that on the record right there i'm a huge nutella guy
0: oh Nutella's awesome you should not. That should not be a spread that you're putting on your kid's sandwich as a for for the <laughs> yeah. That's main a, that course. might be a little much. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's more of a dessert we, we kind do, of. Thing. Uh, we do Nutella and fluff on white bread, uh-huh. and that, that takes takes a week off your life. I like <laughs> so that's to do that's, it. that's 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 a fucking bomb.
2: I like to do it chunky peanut butter on one side, fluff on the top, Nutella on a toasted sandwich like sourdough
0: on some sourdough
2: much. on sourdough yeah it's too much it's too much, too much. Yeah. okay i apologize
1: <laughs> that's <laughs> the king of indulgence right now you're getting too much i mean <laughs> yeah. i have to pump the brakes at some point I'm yeah the I'm i the got oldest, cocky yeah. i'm the oldest <laughs> I,
0: so what we'll do is we'll upload the videos i have my video um sienna shot it and, and now we do uh We do like nightly reviews on things now. She's like, wants to start her own YouTube channel. That's something she's been talking about. Did we talk about this last episode of how I feel like our children may be like the next, the future of Barstool, where we're going to tap into that YouTube kids market. I feel like there is a ton of coins to be made there. I don't know the legalities of it, but if they write me a nice check, they can have both my fucking kids as content machines for the easily. Kids stay up all hours of the night. I'm starting to nod off. I miss the end of the Monday night games and stuff like that. Now our kids are nothing but energy. Fucking just throw them on the hamster wheel and keep this company moving and shooting to the moon. If they know the the new songs, they know that stuff before any of us do. So uh, I'm all ready for this. So check out the Fathers YouTube page. We'll upload um, my video. Chaps is large. Did you get a video of it, or did you just? Yeah, do, I think I
1: think we did. I think we did videos. I did uh, me, Annie, and Bridge. So I think I think we did videos. Some Annie did it on her phone. I will check right afterwards. Okay. One of the okay. things I found interesting though is that we put up the poll on on twitter and you know we put the jiff and skippy up there and uh a lot of people had thrown out Reese's. like i've always i've never even considered buying Reese's as no. a as a peanut but i've seen it on the shelves but i've never even considered it because it just seems like it's meanwhile Reese's peanut butter coffee <laughs> is relatively elite you know yeah. what i mean like it, but i just never thought of it to put it on a sandwich so i've never tried it and then a lot of people had said about the organic ones. I think Dan's was one of the popular ones. But once they separate, like the oil, like the same yep. way you get that little uh, pre-cum. Disgusting. On your, That's why I don't like natural ones. Yeah, like the little pre-cum on the ketchup, the ketchup <laughs> water mm-hmm. or, yes. the ketchup, mm-hmm. or the mustard, mustard water. Oh. Yeah, like any of that shit. Even like sour cream. Or, you know, so, um, yeah, like I don't want to purposely do that with oil. So I'm, I'm out on that. But I think I'm going to try Reese's. I'm not going to do another taste test. We have our, our, our conclusive... <laughs> Uh, conclusions, um, but but I think Joey was making a point that bodybuilders and people who want to stay in shape are huge peanut butter people. I had spent some time with my mother-in-law yesterday, helping her out with some stuff, and it's her favorite snack: peanut butter and jelly. I think it has transitioned; it's no longer kids. You know, like I know people who are on diets do a you know scoop of fucking a banana and a scoop of peanut butter, and they're good to go. So. That it's was my go-to shake
2: when I was trying to gain weight, working out all the time. I was trying to get big. Just right. throw in a protein shake, a couple big old spoonsful of peanut butter, and some oatmeal, and be good to go.
0: Swole chapsy. Large, let me just set your expectations now. We touched on it very briefly last episode. Do not expect that Reese's peanut butter to taste like the peanut butter that is between those cups, between yeah. that chocolate, because it is a letdown every single time I have it. But yeah. it's, I'm sure it's just a peanut butter. It's fine, but it just was such a disappointment. I said, I will never do it again. It, I was I, I was sleepless the night before I found out uh, that Reese's was in the store, went to the store and was let down
1: massively I'm, massively. I'm just looking forward to it because I was hoping it wasn't as grainy as inside the cups. Like it mm-hmm. belongs grainy inside the cups, but I was th- it's got to be smoother in the jar, right? Yep,
2: oh yeah. Definitely. If it's grainy like it is in the cups, that's just not going to yeah. spread. You're just
1: fucked. Uh, everything everything smoother in the can. <laughs> oh yeah, you're <laughs> exactly. Rich, right. uh, Bridget's in that new movie Bros. So shout out to. Oh, the, is she? Yeah, Billy the Billy Eichner movie. No one's oh wow. Seen. Yeah, yeah. So there's a there's a parade uh, thing, and so Bridget is next to a, a really wonderful transgender person, um, like uh, like a RuPaulish type person, and mm-hmm. like Bridget and her talk on Instagram every now and again. And this uh, I believe her pronouns are still he either oh, so way this person oh, so it's a drag queen drag queen yeah and but i, I you know what we we didn't like pry so i don't i don't think bridget right. got to the bottom of it so i'm going to use like general pronouns so um this person um just six foot five you know beautiful type thing and bridget's in there with the you know uh, uh, um with the flag and stuff it's there there's a parade a, a gay pride parade so Bridget's in the new movie Bros. Did they film that when they actually had the Pride Parade in New York? No, they they'd, they'd uh, put up a fake parade for it. Ah. So yeah, so they'd uh, so they'd done that. So uh, and that's her first film. All the other stuff that she's done has been you know TV and uh, you know cable type stuff. Good
2: for her. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, she's in some period piece now, like where she's filming out in Long Island, and they have her in like these nineteen. 19- you know 10s 1920 dresses and like horse and buggies and shit wow,
0: that's cute as uh, shit.
1: yeah but I can't i can't reveal any of the details well, on right. it we're sworn to secrecy unfortunately mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> well you got to keep us uh in the know right now i was trying to yeah. think, i was gonna go see a movie with aj it was a little no dead-y. don't go so see I'm, bros yeah with AJ. Bro's, bros didn't seem like just based on the uh, poster it seemed like it might be a little uh couple of for him to handle <laughs> at the time so uh good to know
1: are you looking for relief, relaxation, or to party on the motherfucking moon? Then check out 3Chi's new True Strains lineup of cannabis vapes and gummies tailored for specific effects. And the best part? It's delivered straight to your door. Visit That's 3Chi.com. That's 3 com. And for a limited time, get 20% off with the code Barstool 20 Absolutely anything going on in the state of Texas? Oh, we have a, we have a big birthday party.
2: Oh, Yeah. We had a ber- well. The birthday party is Saturday, so that's when oh, McCartney's okay. pals are all coming over. Um, that'll be on Saturday. But we went. Let me tell you. So last week when I was on here, I told you I was supposed to go to Ocean's Calling, the Dave Matthews, Tim Reynolds, Alanis <laughs> Morissette, Cindy Lauper, OAR, a, a Sublime, a shit ton of bands that I really like. My wife really likes. We packed our stuff my suitcase was packed hers was packed like the overnight bags all that stuff we were going to stop in dc first and go to kfc radio live show then we checked the we checked the forecast one more time and i looked at it and the wind estimate had gone up again it went from like it's supposed to be 30 mile an hour winds up to 50 60 mile an hour gusts on friday and saturday night i looked at my wife and i was like we can't go to this like it's on the sand it's on the beach we're going to fly all the way up there and spend all this money. And we're going to be miserable and hate every moment of it and spend probably five or six grand along the way. Like we shouldn't do this. And then she looked at it and she was like, yeah, let's go ahead and cancel. We thought we were going to lose like 900 bucks for the tickets. We thought we were going to lose all the money. Non-refundable turns out. The dude at OAR, Mike Roberts, is like the greatest guy in the world. And they all came together and they're like, let's do the right thing. They gave everybody their money back, even if you bought from like a secondary market. If you didn't buy your ticket wow. directly from them and you got it from someplace, they went back and figured out ways for everybody to get their money back, hotels and everything included. So I was obviously disappointed. That's the first time we were supposed to be away as just my wife and I in nearly 10 years like that. Oh. We hadn't done it since i've worked at barstool so we were super excited about having that time to ourselves. next thing you know that's canceled and then i'm staring a birthday a 10th birthday right in the fucking face the next day of where we're supposed to go so in my head i'm still upset that i'm not on this great trip and i'm going it's mccartney's 10th birthday i obviously love mccartney with my whole heart and i want to be like an attentive dad a happy dad but I can't escape that gloom town. Do you guys remember rainbow bright gloom town? Yes. Like when it would just go gray, it was hanging out in the back of my skull like all damn day. But we went there and we get on Dave and Buster's and we we go to Dave and Buster's quite often. And there was like a, uh, the ski ball and we do basketball. We do the same types of things. Well, McCartney, because we put more money on the card this time was like, I want to try one of these big ticket things to see if I can get something awesome for my birthday. And I was like, all right, so McCartney goes in there, hits the things with the quarters, you know, where the little le- the metal tray will come out a little bit and it'll push all the quarters, and then it'll push the quarters again, and you keep putting tokens on there. Well, now the token drops in automatically. And on the third one, it was like Mount Vesuvius erupted of quarters dropping <laughs> into the little spot. So we go from having like 300 tickets to, the next thing you know, we're staring at like 3600 tickets and we still have like ninety dollars left on the Dave and Buster's card. So then we the whole family got locked in and we've done <laughs> like my wife and I won, I think, like a like a couple grand doing slots when we were in Vegas last time. I'm telling you, the moment of explosion that happened as soon as all those quarters started to drop in it was like we had won the real lottery like the whole squad was just like
0: fuck yes
2: (laughs) yes and mccartney was like oh i am ticket drunk like (laughs) making it rain like standing right there we go in at the end of it we go into the ticket booth spot where they have all the different toys like the One dollar or one ticket gets you a spider ring that's orange and green like you can get those different things. McCartney walks out with a full size throw blanket and a huge stuffed animal all in one trip to Dave and Buster's. And if you've been to a place like Chuck E. Cheese or Dave and Buster's, buddy, you know, that's a fucking hole.
0: You see someone carrying that, you do the double take like, oh, Oh, yeah, they hit the jackpot. There's only so many games that can give you that kind of jackpot. And when you shared this story with us and I said, I said, what did she hit the quarter token machine thinking there's no chance in hell? And you're like, buddy, did we ever? And you said we were celebrating like poor Florida white trash, which I just love. You take the kids out of Florida, but you can't take the Florida out of the kids. And you You can't take Middleburg,
2: Florida out of my DNA. It is just impossible. (laughs) can't do it.
0: I mean, I've seen that game since, like, the mid-90s. So, at that point, we're looking at what? We're looking at damn near 30-something years at this point. And I've never seen anybody win that. So, the fact I know somebody now who has won that is fucking incredible. And it
2: was the stack, Clem. It was like, you know, when they get to pyramids at the end of it? Yeah. It's just like, there's too much weight. It's never going to move. And then when it moved, and it was getting stuff, like, from the sides. Like, that level of coin drops it was bringing everything it was like a black hole of coins at at that david busters
0: (laughs) that i think it's i feel like the only way you can win that is you have to have like birthday magic on your side there's no other way there's no other explanation that cardi won that other than the birthday magic and Um, i will say this all of that super shitty luck
2: 13th wedding anniversary that there we go. Oh wow, that is that's a
0: that's a magic number. Did that take you out of Gloomtown for good? Whereas was, was Gloomtown forever in the back of your was it kicked out of your head?
2: We went for a nice little dinner. My wife and I went out to eat um alone. And then yesterday we went to Fredericksburg, Texas, which is like an old German town here. And we went to like a authentic German type of restaurant and had some different foods, and they were still having Oktoberfest going on. Uh, So they had different type of Oktoberfest beers and stuff like that. We walked around yesterday, did a little antiquing with my my mom still here. Um, So we did all that stuff with her yesterday. And Cardi missed school and went up with us as well. It was fun.
0: Awesome. Awesome. And how's 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 Mama Duke's doing down there? I mean, if we're not leading off the story with Mama Duke stories, I guess everything's going pretty good right now. Yeah, it's going
2: going great. great. I love having my mom in town. She's getting absolutely steamrolled in Jeopardy every night, though. Embarrassing (laughs)
0: performances. (laughs) Oh, man, just playing games with your parents and just shouting out the answers. That's one of those like fun little things in life right there. And
2: she she gases me the fuck up. It'll be like a two hundred dollar history question. And it'll be like this country bombed Pearl Harbor. And you'd be like, uh, what is Japan? And my mom's like, great job. Wow. Does she
0: call you Maddie? Uh,
2: usually they call me my mom. That's how my family either calls me Matthew or Bubba. Yeah.
0: Bubba. Oh, you're a yeah. Bubba. I never knew that. I Big love
2: Bubba that. guy. Yeah. AJ
0: was a Bubba for like the first year of his life. And then he became very much an AJ from there on out. And let me just say, daddy boy, um, I didn't, I saw the picture. I saw Cardi ear to ear grin after, mm-hmm. um, oh, winning, God. I, I did this with the kids. We went to the uh, fair here in uh, July during the summer and AJ won the little uh, horse race where you roll the balls up and then the horse keeps moving based on if you get the one, two or the three and it was, the, we play the games right before we leave. So if they throw a tantrum, we're on our way out. What they do now is they basically give you a gift. No matter what, they'll just give you some little piece of shit. trinket. even Even they just been $10 to shoot. Participation a trophy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They're giving the kids participation trophies. AJ won the horse or won the horse race, got this little rabbit that he named Popper. And the kid was beaming for like a week straight. It's his favorite thing in the world, man. And I just got to say, like, I never knew that as a parent, like just how much that fucking made their day. So shout out Cardi B. um, Big man, what's going on with you? You had an interesting, a very interesting week, uh, which is I feel like is the theme
1: these days. You had a very interesting trip. Yeah, it was awful. Like for chaps, it alluded to it. The weather has been awful <laughs> on, the, on the East Coast. So I had to go down to West Virginia to get my referee license. I went by myself. I had seen that waves was like you're at six and a half hours to get down there. I hopped on the road. Eight hours later, I'm still in the rain, like teeming right? Oh. You know what I mean? It's just like is that something crazy. that's? Are you refing rough and rowdy? Is that something that's known? No, it's not. Well, it, yeah, it's not known yet uh, because I just did it this weekend. Oh. So it's uh, well, yeah, it's one of those things. And I'm only I'm only licensed. Uh, I have to do uh, I have to log certain minutes shadowing a ref. And then uh, I'll be fully licensed, but I'll only be licensed in the state of West Virginia. Um, But they can apply or, you know, uh, ask to see if they can transfer my licenses temporarily because it's all amateur stuff. So Mm -hmm. perhaps I can do Providence in December. I'm not sure yet. Um, But anyway, yeah, so just seven and a half on the way back, eight hours there by yourself. And it was, you know, back to back days. It was a little bit much, but. The class itself was just absolutely awesome. A little intensive, more intensive than I thought it was going to be. I was taking notes, and they just, like, put up stuff on YouTube from old fights, and as soon as something would happen, they'd stop it. Okay, what's the call here? And people were like, you know, and everybody there was a ref except for me. I was the only first-timer there. And they even started the slideshow with, number one rule, do not talk to media or bloggers. Like, I think they put it in for me, you know, just kind of like – Knock me down a little bit because refs should never have any kind of voice. And they can't you right, know. and um, so yeah, so it was great. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm a referee now. And he's like, "Did they give you a whistle?" I was like, "Shut up! They don't give whistles to referees." You know what I mean? Just like <laughs> you're gonna wear a striped shirt. I'm like, you know, they don't fucking wear a striped shirt. So um, she cool,
2: needs so. to buy you a nice little whistle. You need to have a whistle that goes into your Crocs as like a charm. That yes. you get into the ring, pull it out your Crocs, and you're ready to go.
1: By the way, uh, Bridge wore her Crocs to school the other day. I had picked her up. She came walking out with them. And then as she got closer, I said, you know, she stole my fucking gibbets off my Crocs. I don't know if you remember my Crocs. Big E.W.A. ones? Yeah. Like, there there was a gold chain, like a Gucci link. She took that, and she has a fucking stole my
0: gym. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's a win that's style it's showing you your style at, at your old age half 50 half hundred at this point if a kid wants to wear your uh how old's bridge now
1: uh it's 12
0: 12 so damn near a teenager you're, you're you're able to uh, they like your fashion that is a big win for the half Hondos out there
1: yeah we got it. the um because she's uh in middle school and they sent out the thing I, I know this is a longer conversation about what's uh different with sex education this year. I, it seems like they're going pretty deep into the fucking weeds with twelve-year-olds. Me and Annie are going to have a big conversation. Really? With oh, her. Yeah. God it's. Uh, I mean, you guys are on the on the brink of that, or if you're not doing it already, I know. Well, you're too young, and chaps, you've been through it. Mm. But um, even if it's something that's going to be done, you know, with some degree of a plum or or whatever, it's just tough to read that on a syllabus. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, so, I don't know. I never I'm,
2: really had a big issue talking to a about with Kelsey, I don't know if that came from like being a single dad for a little while and just felt a little bit more comfortable there. I never really like Kelsey's first sex ed class was like, I think seventh grade or something like that. And we, the parents had to opt in and we, we opted in um, and they focused a lot on like bad touching is one of the things Mm -hmm. that they like zones that people shouldn't touch you. And if they do, you need to let adults know and things like that. I wish I had more sex education. I didn't know shit about sex whenever I was whenever I first started it. Like I didn't know the shape of the vagina. I didn't know what anything was, because it was so taboo. Like we didn't talk about it in the South. You didn't you never talked about sex ed unless it was true love weights type stuff.
0: Listen up, guys. We've all accomplished things we never thought we could. Running your first five K on no sleep, learning a new language you'll never use and winning that college basketball bracket challenge, even if it was auto picked. So, why not add cutting your own hair to the list? Wall makes hair clippers that keep you looking your best. And hey, if a winning bracket just isn't in the cards for you this year, at least you'll have a winning look. Get your Wall hair clippers at wallusa.com. Wall, you got this.
1: Health class for my boys, like just because they went first, so I'm not being sexist or anything, but health class for the boys was always more biological. Like I'd seen that their homework and whatnot was, you know, uh, 12 different types of contraception. I was like, mm. I, I don't know twelve. I know. 12? You know I know pull and pray. Or something yeah. like that, you know? I could but, probably give you a three. Yeah. And so it's all like that's what it was on. And we've always read the syllabi. Syllabi. Mm-hmm. Um when this stuff had come out. But this year in Bridget's in seventh grade, um, like it got a little bit more granular. And the stuff that they had added was like, We're, you know, I, I guess we could talk about it. We're gonna talk about anal. Mm-hmm. Like, that's sort of what was Jeez. on the thing. And I was like, um, yeah, like, I I just don't know. Like, I don't know how they're going to do that. And I don't know who is going to do that yeah. either. Like, I, because she's in a new school since we had moved. I don't have any familiarity or anything with the, you know, because I don't think my parents realized that my health class back in when I was growing up in the 40s was done by, you know, father, you know, whatever, or brother Jim right. or, you know what I mean? Like it was done by priests and brothers and There's it was never just fucking... dipped their oil stick in anything. <laughs> yeah, allegedly. And, and then, you know, so it was, it was a total fucking waste <laughs> of time. So I learned sex on the streets and, right. you know, it was one of those things um, I had to bone up on it once I got a computer as an adult. So <laughs> it really is a, a question with Annie and I, because as much as we say, well, we should be doing it. We should have the onus on it. I don't know when there'll ever be a time where I sit down and discuss that particular. Yeah. That's a little much, but Annie (laughs) can, you know what I mean? Like Annie can. And, uh, you know, as much as I've spoken about sex with the boys, I don't think I've ever breached that topic. And I know they know about it. You know what I mean? Because, Mm -hmm. you know, I know that, but anywho, it's one of those things where you're parenting at this age and um, it's a strange fucking email to read. And so we did, we've been doing some follow-up with the, uh, with the principal and he's been very uh, forthcoming. So it's been let me ask you positive.
2: this large about sure. this
1: situation. Do you
2: feel like that is like whenever you're getting into the weeds about different types of sex, I think having the granular conversation overarching about sex and like who you should be having these type of relationships is one thing when you're dealing with parents, but specific, let's call it sex moves and things like that. Uh, that is the point where I would be like i'm not sure if I would talk about that and I'm not sure I've had that conversation even with my spouse about how we would approach different like oral sex, anal sex, regular no. se- like all of those different types of things, like how do you how are you
1: doing that so what what we had asked uh and again, without you know outing anybody right. here on the on the school side because again, they've been extremely forthcoming this guy had said mr mccarthy you know like to Annie and i they he had sent us the syllabus and he had said there are certain days where this is exactly what's going to go on so like i and i'm and, I'm, and i know we joke around about this but i may have bridget skip anal day yeah i may have bridget skip cunnilingus day or you know what i mean and i don't know you know if that's going to be dental dams and all that kind of shit or whatever but the health part I think was good for the boys. Like you said chaps that, you know, from the southern type thing which I probably would have guessed you had an ignorance to even the biology part of it or Dude you know, I was I'll bases. tell you
2: I'll tell you how ignorant I was large. I there's a time when I was in high school where I was nervous about my penis being jacked up because when it was erect it went up and I was like, how is it going to go in somebody right. if it's not – if it's pointing up to the Just sky? Up your
1: belt buckle. And I, <laughs> I would, like,
2: push it down and be like – "No, like, try to train Why it no, like no, no, a tree. No, 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 no. Like, you know, you have a young like spring. Like the diving board and the have Yeah, exactly. I thought that's what, like a tent pole that's getting ready to get put back up after a nice little camping trip.
1: I didn't know what I was going to do. So, so, I, <laughs> so we're not getting – I don't think we're getting um, – And listen, a lot of this uh, conversations with sex education then also runs into conversations with gender identity, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean, which is all new stuff. And it's being um, put into kids' curriculums at a younger and younger age. So in a day and age like this, you have to sort of tread lightly. Annie and I do. But what our concern though, I mean, Bridget's in bros, right? Like Bridget's, right. you know, Bridget's buddy is, you know, Mistress Lala, whatever the fuck mm-hmm. this woman's name is. She's, you know, it's wonderful. And um, I'll send you some pictures from her from the thing. It's 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 awesome. It's like Bridget is Joey Canasta's makeup artist. Um, so it's not even that concern for us. And we find that we've had those conversations. The gender conversations with them, partially due to chaps, you know, with my kids more openly than I think I would have. But it's the sex part. Yeah. So if we're going to be squeaky wheels, we don't want to be thrown into that bucket of white, conservative, quasi-wealthy type people that want to pull them out. I just – I'm not sure how I want you guys to handle anal. Yeah, (laughs) and I think that's a totally
2: legitimate concern like when you're talking about individual sex acts – But it is, I think, at least my where I grew up and friends that I've talked to, my wife included, where we wish that we had more sex education going up. And I'm sure that all of this stuff based on where you live and like the finances of the people around you where you live, all of this is research based and scientifically backed and like all those different things. But it does make you feel uncomfortable still. And that's probably why. And I think that our generation, because there's so much more information we know that these kids are going to have this information readily available right now. Like if they want to search anything, they know it all exists. They're not mm. confused about anal or cunnilingus or scissoring or tribbing. They're not confused <laughs> about any of that stuff. It's us that wants to shelter things from the rain they've
1: already experienced. And it, the source, like, I don't know, because there's a fine line between raising a generation of perverts too, right? Because yes. I think there is, you know... And at the end of the day, whose schedule is it on? And that's why we, we, we reached out to people, because Annie and I want everything that has to deal with them specifically. And I've told you my thoughts on religion, about how my kids will be confirmed, whether they like it or not. And I think <laughs> they would rather not, because they just rather have their Sundays to themselves. And then afterwards, do your thing, guys. You've earned it. You've earned it to stick with it or not. Like we've always had, and that's, you know, the religion part, you know, it should be extremely important. So we just want to do it on our schedule. <laughs> you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? I think we kind of know the ins and outs. Like AJ is not, is more adult at this age than CNA is. He mm-hmm. just is. And nobody mm-hmm. knows that more than Clem. Yep. So, you know what I'm saying? So the like difference of 10-year-old kids- McCartney a 10-year-old Kelsey is night and day. <laughs> eight years exactly. Later. And, and every one of your kids – is ready for something at 12 and ready that same kid, excuse me, that same kid's sibling could be ready for that at eight or not until they're 16. Do you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, like And I I think uh, a lot of this conversation with sex-based and especially when
2: you're dealing with acts, you do see some of the internalized ways that we were brought up like with a religious undertone and things like that, because we look at anal sex as something that's taboo, but John who has two dads, that's their normal way of having sex and it's not taboo for them we view certain things as taboo when other parts of the country other people don't view it as taboo but the way that we were brought up in a very religious tone, I hear anal sex the first thing I think of is oh that's risque you know
0: yeah and now you work for a company that ass even season was tweeted out every day for like fucking five months straight
2: right and my most famous blog is probably about me fucking a pumpkin.
1: <laughs> Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, and then that's the whole thing too, like the hypocrisy of it. But this is different than you know, than what we do. We we put oh, it yeah. out we put our shit out there into the ether in hopes that it reaches the crowd that it should reach. But I know that there are kids who, you know, who read my blog about fucking Clem when I fucked that doll that looked like Clem, split <laughs> it open, I had a good time with it. Like I'm I'm you know, I know that it reaches the wrong, but you have to sort of believe in something that yeah. um And if people's kids are, you know, reading your masturbation blogs, part of that fucking onus is on the parents to make sure that they don't, if it's that important to them. So anyway, we're just trying to take a little bit of control over over stuff that I think is pretty important.
2: And I think think over the last year, I've learned that keeping stuff off your kids' phones is fucking impossible. (laughs) Like, I don't know if you ran it. Did you run into that with Mick much? Like, Like, I think that's a hard thing now too as a parent because there's so many things in that little four by six box that they carry around everywhere that they Mm. can access anything and you want to have them to have some privacy and you want them to have their own dichotomy and have their own relationships but you also want to be mindful that there could be things on their phones there could be things that they're talking about that are dangerous and you need to know those as well like i don't think there's anything wrong with looking in your kid's room like occasion like not going through their shit that's a tough spot to be in too, as a parent, mm-hmm. like knowing where their right to privacy, like kind of not really stops, but how to be safe and keep them safe while also knowing there's a ton of dangers right there on their phone.
1: I, You know, we, we, we take a different view. Like we, we go through their stuff. So yeah. it's one of those things. And I know I've spoke to parents about it who are then like, who are having maybe some problems with their kids. And then we we speak to them. Just it happens to work for us. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's for everybody. And then parents who who, who then go and then after not doing it before, then go and check their child's phones for the first time and see how they're acting on like some certain chats and stuff. And they're fucking stunned at the language that the child is using at the very least and at the topics that the child and their friends are talking about. Do you know what I'm saying? So um I I don't know and again, like that's that's something where I think we had spoken to you guys about how at one point in the pandemic I gave Mick the opportunity to choose between class or not going to class, like staying at home, because he did well in both, so he earned it. And with the with the phone, it's just too goddamn much. It's them against a million people on the other side of the screen that are trying to get their fucking clicks with little fucking flashes of tip. Mm-hmm. On TikTok to check your pause game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you yeah. know, the the people who hit me on my DMs and say, hey, handsome, who have zero followers and are following zero, but it's your one thing. Like, I know to block them. Finn doesn't. You know, Finn mm-hmm. doesn't when he was 11 years old. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, or 11-year-old chaps who had a fucking hard on going through his belt buckle. Exactly right. Know, all of a sudden, he's like, "Well, Ukrainian women have vaginas that go up, so this is perfect for me." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's it's great. By the way, if you guys don't learn anything from this show other than this, don't have fucking kids. That's just, Marina, fucking so Kate, tough, man. KC, because you, I mean, you could try <laughs> to be
2: as cognizant and pay attention as a parent as you can. In uh, two years, you're gonna look back at a decision that you made two years ago, and you're like, "That was fucking wrong," even though it was. It's painstaking. Like you talk about it with your spouse, and you figure out ways to deal with stuff and how you're gonna approach certain situations. And really, this is all just a crapshoot, man. Like this whole thing is a crapshoot.
1: It really is. <laughs> it really, it really is, man. So uh... oh, I, I thank and, God that with all Skippy the shit, all... peanut butter, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I thank God that all the mistakes we made on AJ was basically before you start writing on his uh, soul with marker. A lot of the stuff we've been able to erase and I think he might turn out relatively normal when it's all said and done, but Sienna's now just entering like this space with large where he is right now with bridge in a few years and L- large. I, don't, I almost think this is the updated version of the kids who used to like sit out and dissecting the frogs. There would always be a couple kids that wouldn't want to dissect the frogs. And this is kind of a version. It's like, it's your right as a parent to say, listen, we don't want them to be learning
1: about the anal and cunnilingus side of things. You know, we're going to find out another way. So he used to, say uh, no <laughs> to the dissection, he's like, no, you got to go. And like, you know, and now the kids can opt out of that. I know this for a fact also. And then they'll do it online where they'll go in and they'll with their mouth, sort of like the operation game, move the fucking gallbladder, reveal the, you know, <laughs> like they could do it online without the smell of the fetal pig. We had to do the fetal pig. Right? <laughs> oh, and the fucking drug you know like that i don't know why i'm such a chef now that thing hit me in the fucking feels <laughs> um so yeah i think i think it is is uh very similar to that you are in for it clem yeah I'm like you know sure. um yeah like when aj's like how old is he now he's going to be 5 in april yeah Six years old, he's like, two in the pink, one in the stink, right, Dad? <laughs> hey, Dad gives me the old elbow. What you learned today, AJ? The shocker.
0: He's just <laughs> taking a drag of a marble red as he's telling me about his day at school. By the way, guys. You guys
2: aware that the vulva meets
1: the whole pussy? <laughs> he's I'm, doing, the I'm doing the twisted history of tobacco this week. don't don't smoke
2: yeah i don't know
1: if you guys know this don't Mm -hmm. smoke it's a bad idea yeah oh jesus
0: you know how i get ready for saint patty's day it's all about saint practice day because practice makes proper proper number 12 irish whiskey is a rich and smooth blend of golden grain and single malt aged four years in bourbon barrels or try irish apple A delicious blend of Proper's award winning Irish whiskey with crisp and fresh notes of Irish apple. Join me for a proper St. Patty's Day and find yourself some proper number 12 Irish whiskey. Pour the Roar. Can I
2: give you guys a real quick update about some of my discovery plus shows? <laughs> oh, no. All right. So yeah, let's go to
0: content corner. We got content corner this week. Chaps. You give us an update in discovery plus shows.
2: All right. So discovery plus I'm still on smothered. Luckily there's three seasons of it. I'm on season two right now. And fellas, there's a couple and a woman and her wife are, are attempting to have a baby. They've done IVF a bunch of times and, The one of the spouses is like, I think we need an an emotional break. It's too taxing. Like we're constantly thinking about this, talking about this. Let's go on vacation, reset and come back and maybe try again in a couple months. Well, the other spouse went behind her wife's back and talked to her mom. The mom ordered semen from a different donor than the other wife had already agreed to because they wanted to match traits and things like that and, like, appearances and all kinds of shit where it would look like a biological child for them. Uh, And this woman inseminated her daughter. And I don't use that word lightly. And it's the way that the person who got inseminated phrased it over and over again. When she finally told her spouse, she was like, I need to let you know something the other day we got a delivery at my mom's house it was for me and mom inseminated me and i was like what <laughs> the fuck is going on and she pulled out large she pulled out two a plethora of different type of devices to inseminate her daughter which is an insane
0: That's phrase to say.
2: one of them this is a lesbian one of them looked like the most real dick I have ever seen that wasn't actually attached to someone's body. I mean, it had a vein that you could, that could have made it on a topographical map. Like it was, you could tell where the ridge lines were in this bad boy. And she showed she was she showed it to her daughter. Do you want this one? And the look of horror on her daughter's face was almost like I've made a huge mistake. Like there's no way I can allow my mom to put this fake dick in me squeeze it from the back like a cock gun and spackle oh, the inside of my uterus with somebody else's semen. <laughs> it was just unbelievable. And then the daughter who got inseminated acted incredulously that the uh, the wife didn't want her to do that.. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what the fuck discovery i go to discovery plus content corner and i always come back sicker than when i arrived man i just oh
1: they, there you. was a meme on tiktok chaps and i can't i can't not think of you whenever i see a terrible tv show now one hundred percent, you're now you. the king of terrible tv shows you're welcome Thank you. and they're, they're sitting in the boardroom they do this all the time all right we need an idea you know you ever see those memes it's like we need mm-hmm. an idea for yeah, something yeah. it's for women's tv and the only caveat is it has to be awful you know because it's all <laughs> yeah. awful. Right. Yeah. so yeah. the guy's like uh how about you know we uh uh married at birth where we marry babies <laughs> to babies yeah guys like uh from womb to the groom i like it
0: and yeah. then, you know, the next
1: guy's like, what about we do this? How about we get a bunch of islands, and we put them on an island, and we call it Island Island. And then the yeah. other guy's like, how about Love on the Spectrum? And the guy's like, oh, didn't you watch Love on love the on Spectrum? Love on the Spectrum is what <laughs> I watch, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. one of his favorites, yeah. That, that was put in there as, you know, it says everything. It just takes six months before anything becomes I need real. to clarify.
2: I love Love on the Spectrum UK more than the American version.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>, of course. <laughs> yeah, uh, oh, I watch British Baking Show. How was it? Is that the one that you they yes, in the dude. tent? Yes,
2: that's the one I've been telling you about. Yeah. Yeah, oh,
1: it's so relaxing. Oh, lovely. It's so fucking relaxing. Lovely. They're in a tent and they have to do a fruit cake to begin anything that they want to except no dried fruit and the people are very nice and, and all that stuff. I do the like it. The judges
2: are nice to the contestants. 100%. Nice.
1: They, one of them is a little bit, you know, more draconian than the others. You know, yeah. they have to make Swiss rolls which looked Delicious. Like those, what does that be? A yodel? Like Little Debbie's almost? <laughs> is yodel? Sort of, yeah. Like
2: the fancier version yeah. of that. I
1: think the ding dong is the. Uh, what, it is the Swiss just, uh, Yeah, yeah. And it's so it's like, it was the like yodel. or cherry. Yeah, but they used to roll it dark chocolate. Oh, Ooh. but uh, yeah, so that was on your record. It's Paul that
2: you're talking about that can be a little terse <laughs> at time but his yeah. piercing blue eyes make up for it. Yeah, <laughs> 100%. Goodness.
0: <laughs> we are gonna review the uh, Barney documentary. I blogged it the other day that they're doing a uh, behind the music basically of Barney the Purple Dinosaur, which there was like death threats. They talk about all the urban legends. Did you guys hear any of those urban legends about Barney? There I did, lo-
2: but I need to do something before we continue down the Barney chat. Off the top of your dome, Clem, what's your favorite Barney song?
0: It's the oh. only one I know is I Love You.
2: You weren't a big Barney guy?
0: No. I, I would say
2: large? That. No. No, no, no. Is it
0: Skinner Marinka Dink? Because I hate that motherfucking song.
2: Close. First of all, watch your tone. Secondly, it's <laughs> not Skinner marinky Dinky Dink. It is in fact, Hey Mister Nick Bop Bop Bopity Bop. I like the way that you bopity bop with your hands. <laughs> That's with Selena Gomez. That's her version. Yeah, really. <laughs> was anybody?
1: W- was anybody Wiggles or no? I was Wiggles. Oh, I was, we had a little Wiggles. We did
2: a lot of um, Yo Gabba Gabba too. We were Yo Gabba mm-hmm. Gabba House. Chefs, love Yo Gabba Gabba. Put if you want something that's enjoyable for you to listen to as well, the songs Yo Gabba Gabba fucking slaps. And in fact, if Large wants to start up the vinyl club, I will send him <laughs> a Yo Gabba Gabba vinyl.
0: I've Yo Gabba Gabba is completely for. Oh, I know these guys, I've never heard them, but I've seen them before. <laughs> They kind of look like they might have been something that was used to inseminate a, a woman's daughter kind of with one <laughs> but eye. But it also
2: looks like Andre 3000's on the show.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah DJ. Um, Barney was made in 1992. So 10 year old chaps was getting down with Barney back in the day.
2: I had a little sister who was uh, uh, yeah. eight years younger than me. So oh, it was geez. always on. And Barney, I don't care what it was on VHS tape. If the tape came out different color than black like when they would come out with like an orange one or a white vhs tape and it was just different same thing with vinyl records i'm noticing now too if there is an option for like you're i'm gonna get the new tyler Childers vinyl if that's out there and then there's also an option to get a vinyl that's like white or blue i'm paying five or six more bucks for a colored one just saying
0: that makes sense. I was thinking getting that for my dad for Christmas, that, uh, a vinyl player. He has his old records downstairs. I don't know what kind of shape they're in, but it feels like it might be the move to do a little throwback.
2: Well, I would love to help you pick one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then we could all join the vinyl club. Yeah. I can go down to his That's house. That's right. Yeah. Large refuses, simply refuses to join the vinyl club. It's very sad. We're going to um, break them down. <laughs> <laughs> this nostalgia play though the barney makes sense i understand why they're doing it we'll do a, a a watch of it and a review potentially down the road did you guys also see the mcdonald's happy meals for adults they're coming yeah, out with yeah <laughs> I, <do. laughs> I said this in, in, again i blog this I don't think there's a price I wouldn't pay for Happy Meals when it comes to my kids. Like, if they raised the price of Happy Meals to $20 tomorrow, I would just have to pay it. At some point, I need to take the kids to McDonald's. If it's after a doctor's appointment where they get a shot or something just because they did something good in school and that's all they want, they really do have us by the balls. But it's kind of nice that now we get a little toy we go home with. It's So it's either a 10-piece nugget or a Big Mac. You get your fries, you get a drink, and then you get yourself a toy. And it's uh, – what was the name of it? Cactus flea market, I believe, and cactus it's those-
1: plant flea, and that's why they do it. Like they they hook up with like Travis Scott, and then mm-hmm. the Travis Scott stuff then goes on eBay. Like every McDonald worker who worked so on leading. the Travis Scott burger came out, they they made like five hundred to five thousand dollars on the fucking on their golf shirts. It's so now this cactus plant flea. If people don't know, it's got like the smiley faces on shit. It's I mean, it's the only way that McDonald's can stay relevant. They do it better than anybody else in the world. I <laughs> love. I love this move. I don't go to McDonald's, like I said, because it kills me. But fuck, I, I think man. this is this is an awesome move. So yeah, the really cactus plant fleas man. with all the extra eyes and shit like that, and that weird smiling face. That's going to be collector's items, and they're only going to do it for a limited time. Mm-hmm.
2: Now, Clem, I know that you are a fast food guy. Large is not a fast food guy. I eat fast food. What if we had something new at McDonald's? So let's say, uh, you know those things that – will light up like if you're at Dave and Buster's or something and you'll go over it and there'll be a light that says like 20 on the top, 19, 18 and wherever little light stops, that's the one that you get. You get like 16 tokens or whatever. What if they did that at the drive-thru? Your family goes through the drive-thru, you push a little button and it figures out how much your adult happy meal is going to be. And it can range anywhere from 15 bucks is going to be the top to free. You think more people go in there if they have the ability to maybe get a free one?
0: Ooh, that's a good question. I'm a big fan of grab bags. So I'm a big fan of just
1: gaming like that. 50-50 raffles. I, 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 I'd I, be down. I'd definitely get down with
0: that.
2: I think I would try every day to get a free McMuffin.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think the people that pay $15 for the Big Mac meal would complain louder than the people who got it for free. Mm. And I think that would, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, a, especially in this economy with inflation. Oh, I want to pay. I'm I not always get clean. the
2: $15. Water.
1: Yeah. You try getting $15 from somebody who would then pull out of line in the drive-thru you yeah. know and then try it again. I think you know, I mean it's intriguing. I mean, I used to do that the credit card roulette where yep. you, you oh, know yeah. you put all your credit cards in, but um so I would probably take a look, but I don't think the greater public would yeah probably the not a them. shitty idea yeah. i apologize
0: they're just going back to the nostalgia i don't know if you saw this too they're Ooh, bringing back the halloween move. buckets the buckets great from move, uh, like the little jack-o'-lanterns and stuff like that my wife still has hers. she she brought wow. it down from the attic when we were uh decorating the house the kids absolutely love decorating the house by the way i don't know if you guys saw rdt blog today his neighbor Put up their Christmas tree this weekend. Oh, rebuked yeah. re fucking wow. I mean, <laughs> we're dealing with. Like you said it's sixty degree weather outside. Um, the wow. we have two. We have we have Halloween and Thanksgiving before Christmas, and then we have somebody. You know, if people aren't even decorating for Halloween at this point, they're like, oh, it might be a little too early. So it's like now we're dealing October fourth. Today is as we tape this. Re fucking
2: rebuke. I, I think we should go a step further for rebuking. it to ha- I mean, because I mean that's the first week of October. Mm-hmm. I think we might even need to get this guy conscripted into the Russian military. I mean, this is just egregious.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> two months early, two and a half months early. I
1: mean, maybe he's a
2: huge you. Podfather's fan. He's just looking forward to Large's
1: birthday. Maybe, uh... <laughs> yeah, never considered. So I co read so... that guy. And by the way, you mentioned October fourth tomorrow. So I don't know when this comes out. Wednesday, yeah. Thursday. Oh, yeah, good Yom right? Yom Kippur we mentioned. Oh it. yes, yes, right? that's right. Ju- Judaism corner with large, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Judaism You're corner, David atonement enjoy a good yomtiv, good nice. fast. Yes. Is
0: so. This is is this a holiday? Is this is a celebration holiday. No, this is one of the high oh, yes. holy
1: days. I believe it's the Day of Atonement when they're so there's oh. fasting today and all that kind of stuff. So. um you know, you're not around the Day of goes... Atonement
2: from like 70 BC. Like, I don't know if you've ever gone into the 70 BC and uh, King Nero, when, or Caesar Nero. Whenever he, yeah. the, some of the stuff that he did, one uh, of the most ruthless
1: rulers of all time, and also one of the most inbred. We just did him a Twisted history, inbreeding lesson. Yeah, and yeah. all that stuff. <laughs> that's where
2: that's where like partial preterism comes from theology, where the idea that all of the rapture and all that stuff has already taken place and it happened in 63
0: ad oh shit i didn't know that we got this is becoming damn near history podcast as well which is why i love it so much um fun fact for you since we are barstool sports sandy koufax didn't pitch game one of the world series because of yom kippur so that is a story that always uh bubbles up this time of year um so yeah the kids are going to be off tomorrow god damn it so uh, i'll be back to the fucking uh loony bin here
1: chaps last little thing about nero 67 ad <laughs> He um, participated in the Olympics. He bribed every one of the judges. Love it. And every contest uh, that he was entered in, uh, he won.
2: They, they call it <laughs> the Kim <awesome>. Jong-il <laughs> special. Like, that's what he <laughs> has to do. The old round a, of 18.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he won a 10-horse chariot race, even though he was thrown in the first lap. They still gave him the fucking gold. <laughs> no, as long as it's on your neck, that's all that matters. What's the point As soon as they died, they took his name off the list of winners. They went back to it. So the wow. sixty seven A D thing is back to the real but back to the real winners. Buffed everybody up. That's when you
2: know you got serious clout. If they have to change the history books after you die, like that motherfucker was just, he would add had us killed. Like we have to say he won. He didn't win. He can't run for shit. Look at him.
0: <laughs> um, we'll wrap things up today with a story I saw. We just had to touch on it here. We had a uh, couple in Taiwan who catered their entire outdoor reception of their wedding using uh, food purchased from Costco. And it was for under $1,000. The, uh, the, the website, The Knot, which I haven't thought about since we were planning our wedding. Uh, they they uh, put the average wedding cost at $28,000, but the p- Pinterest perfect spread was excessively priced at $787. It included croissant sandwiches which we know are fucking good right chapter Mm -hmm, that's exactly right and cucumber a medley of grapes and tomatoes scattered for edible decor plus fountains of sweet raspberry tea and lemonade and plus let's not forget those petite cakes i'm talking the vanilla frosted wedding cake (laughs) adorned with rosemary so i have it up on the screen for all the people watching on the youtube large tell me that doesn't look like a delightful spin right there (laughs) uh,
1: (laughs) guilty no it looks it looks great especially for like a rustic wedding uh-huh. Um yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for which is too. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great this is a great, this is a great story for you, Clem. Congratulations. I, it's a great day. I might get married again. I might
0: get married again. I don't know if they chopped up the hot dog into little pigs in a blanket and served them. I, I like to
1: believe they did. But imagine it was just the fucking chicken bakes. Which I still haven't tried because you haven't invited <laughs> me yet. Or they they did like dollar twenty five slices of pizza. Or the hot and- <laughs>
2: dogs It's just like a bucket full of them.
1: And five dollar rotisserie <laughs> chickens. Everybody gets one. You know what yeah, I mean. Everybody <laughs> gets a roto bird. You pop it open. You just throw it underneath your arm like an umbrella. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, great. I mean, it is a good looking spread. It looks it looks kind of nice. Although if you look in back of the the table, you know kind of have everything out like, you know, like oh the, yeah you're right we have yeah. just bags and i think yeah it's it, <laughs> yeah. a little like it look, turns more into a costco wedding the, the more <laughs> I you still look in the
2: prep face clearly
1: yeah, like, they're gonna get it, that cleaned up hang a curtain or something because this oh, whatever, now being a little bit specific. that's
2: actually we're gonna put one of the book displays where you can get a bunch of 7.99 books at costco they're gonna put that back there so people have something to read during the reception <laughs>
0: I bet you can get a wedding dress. I know you can get a, a, a engagement ring at Maria Costco. Maybe a, I can, you can get caskets as well. So they have you covered in all the big moments of your life, from uh, birth to the grave. Large, we'll get you there. Now we are officially. I mean, COVID's not even real anymore, if it ever was real. If the if the uh, you know doctors were even telling us the truth this whole time. So uh, we'll take you there. And samples are back. The food court is fully humming. And as they told us after the uh, quarter three uh, earnings call. Dollar fifty hot dog ain't going nowhere. That's it was right. just a simple no. He just gives a one a word membership answer. Membership's
2: staying non. the same too, locked yes. in.
0: Yes, the membership prices stay the same because they have just crushed everywhere else because they keep their members happy. Me and Chaps, we ain't going nowhere.
2: Do you ever say you're a C suite member at Costco?
0: No. I, should, I do, because
2: that's the executive baby. Should I should I start? Yeah, that's
0: a great call. I'm gonna start <laughs> gonna start throwing that one around casually amongst <laughs> a uh, amongst the water. Cooler I'm in the C suite at Costco. It's pretty sweet. um all right guys so we'll see you next week stay safe and stay sane uh this barney documentary comes out i think in october i think it's later in the month though so Mm -hmm. we'll get it there and uh, we'll see you guys then.